An interesting am I wrong today about someone who felt like they kind of took advantage of one of their friends. And the, the, the crappy thing about that one, man, I think I felt bad for both people in that yeah, story. I did too. But hey, at least the guy had a conscience. And uh, what about misconnections? We're a, uh, you know, a love... What's, I don't say connection was made, but somebody's getting flicked off. I don't... My hopes aren't high on that one. Uh, and also another game, another round of round robin. That, we gotta figure that game out or don't. We're, we're, we're trying to either we're trying to figure it out. This is this is how radio works. You try a few things. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's trending in one direction. <laughs> You'll hear that on the podcast right now. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something in their lives, so they call us up, and you get to pass judgment on them and tell them if they're wrong or not. We have Chuck on the phone with us this morning. Chuck, what is going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Hey, a friend of mine's not been doing well with money. He's uh, he's had some tough times. He had some some bad breaks. And you know what? He's a good, good friend of mine. I love this guy. And... You know, he brought it up the one day. He said, yeah, you kept, you know, we were having lunch. He kept saying, oh, yeah, you know, money this, money that. And I don't think he was hinting, but I think maybe you know, even subconsciously he wanted to let me know he needed some money. Mm-hmm. So he, he has this nice jet ski, and I knew that he had been looking to sell it, probably because of his, you know, situation. And instead of offering him money, I just, I asked him about the jet ski, and I ended up buying it. Okay. But uh, I got a really good deal. I mean, a really good deal. Ooh. Like and a I steal? Think I, <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like that. Like, I think he, he was desperate, and things just went so fast. I didn't really think about it in the moment, but, I mean, I I paid much less. Than, I mean, it's embarrassing how little money I spent on this jet ski, and now I'm feeling kind of like I took a advantage of my friend but I, I don't i don't know if i should bring it up to offer to give it back i, I don't know that would be awkward so I, I don't i don't know but i i feel like yeah my friend was desperate and needed money and maybe i got this amazing deal because he had no other choice and now i have this jet ski and uh he kind of got ripped off wow so it's weighing on your conscience yeah I mean, again, this guy's like a brother to me, and I, I would never, you know, if he needed the money, I probably should have just given it to him. I wouldn't have had any problem, but, I, you know, I, I, in the moment I thought, well, that'll be a way to help, but I don't know. Maybe I was also looking to get a, a jet ski for a good deal and not thinking it through. Right. Now, you said he was bad with money. I mean, like, you bad, like, he's going through a rough spot, or he's bad with money that he buys, you know, jet skis, <laughs> and, you know, takes a loss or and gambles. Like, what do you mean by, like, he's bad with money? He's had some bad luck that, that had nothing to do with him, you know, with work and some, some repairs, his house and his car. You know, oddly enough, I had almost this exact same thing happen in my life, but I was the one with the jet ski. You so, had a, Oh, that's right. Uh, you did have a jet ski. So I bought a jet ski and then I moved to Texas and I should have, I don't know why I never brought it to Texas, but I fell on hard times while I was down there um, just because I was living on my, you know, I was in my early 20s, in a whole new state, didn't know what was going on. I had a jet ski back here in Minnesota. I told my brother's friend, I'll give you a really good deal on it if you take it off my hands. I just need the money. Well, he got such a good deal on it, it it made my brother extremely angry with him, and that was the end of their friendship over this. Really? Yeah, my brother was uh, like, he took advantage of you. He, you should have gotten about another two grand out of him. And that was, hey, my brother's got my back. Yeah. But th- it's funny, I was in this exact same situation. That's crazy. Jeez. Huh. 
You you weren't mad. Your brother was mad. My brother was mad because I was just think I was glad I was able to make another month's rent. You well, know? see, and maybe that's something here because you are this guy's friend. He's almost like he's talking to you here. You yeah. know, Chuck, Chuck, you kind of screwed Kelly over, but Kelly how, doesn't seem to have an issue with it. How much? How much of a dollar amount would you say you got? Like, how much more should you have paid? Like, if he was going to sell it to somebody else, how much could he have gotten for it? Hundreds, thousands, well over a thousand. Okay. All right. That is a pretty good deal then. And I, so now what's yeah, the problem with just calling him up? Like we already got some people texting him. What if you just called him up and said, Hey, let me give you another thousand dollars? Or does that almost feel like that's yeah. that's kinda disrespectful too? Yeah, I feel like you know, I because I, I even thought that maybe uh so I'm like, Oh, you know, I made a mistake, but uh, you know, here I'll still I, I I was trying to think of ways out of this, but I, it feels like I might hurt his pride a little bit, and uh, you know I'm not sure if he's okay with the deal. But then the other part of it is, it, 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 he's he's not the most communicative guy, so he might feel a little raw about it. Um, but he's never going to say anything. All he'll right, just hold well, on to that. So the question I guess would be: Is it wrong that you got a really good deal on a jet ski because someone was in financial trouble? Down on their luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, Hmm. All right. Well, this is good. I, we've never had anything like this on Am I Wrong? So this so is personal awesome. for you, too. Yeah. I can't wait to see which direction this one goes. Um, so here's what we're going to do, Chuck. We're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, hear all the texts, and we'll find out, are you wrong for getting a good deal on a jet ski because someone needed the money, okay? All right. Thanks. I really appreciate it. All right, let's get the calls. Let's get the text coming in. We got to help out Chuck today. Is he wrong for getting that deal on the jet ski? Got someone who wants to chime in already. What's up, Chrissy? I guess it depends. Like, if it's my best friend and they need money, I'm going to give them money. If it's a friend and they're offering, they're like, oh, I'm selling this, you know, it could be a pride thing. So I would just buy it. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I'll just give you money because I don't, you know, some people are just prideful. So you think it's okay that they bought this jet ski and let it ride? Yeah, I mean, if the jet ski works and everybody's happy at the end of it, why not? Thank you so much, Chrissy. All right, let's keep the texts and calls coming. 320-656-9453 in Am I Wrong? Kelly and Wood. All right, we got Chuck sitting on hold for Am I Wrong? He got a hell of a deal on a jet ski from a friend who was down on his luck, and now he feels a little bit guilty about it, not 100% sure what to do. He wants to know, was he wrong for getting that deal? And uh, some texts rolling in here, some really good ones. Uh, Lori says he should tell him he looked up the value, and now he feels bad. Says, hey, this is actually maybe a little bit better. Uh, Chuck says, same deal. Says, you know what? Hey, after Googling some prices, I think maybe I could give you a little bit more on it. Yeah. Uh, Jenna says, hey, who named the price? The friend did. So, you know. Yeah, but I get that, though. Like, especially a friend, you see that they're in a panic, you know. Like, I, they, like when I was telling you, I got taken advantage of. Like, he saw I was in a panic and took advantage of it. Well, that's going to happen, especially with Kelly. Uh, other people text again says, hey, I got it appraised. And also, it came in a little bit higher, so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, a little extra something. How about this? This is a pretty interesting story. I'm going to leave your name out of it because she says it's still ongoing. I had a friend who was in the same exact situation. They had something they were going to sell. They were going to sell it for a lot less than what it was worth. I bought it from them. But... I have still kept it. If 
and when they get back up on their feet and they want this back, I'm going to sell it back to them for that exact same price. Oh, that's cool. That's Th- that's what someone wrote in here. He said, work it like a pawn shop. Two years to turn his finances around and then sell it back to him. Yeah, if you do that, I mean, you can honestly, oh, that, you're getting a sweet jet ski and then plus you get to sell it right. back for two years. Put I two guess. years of wear and tear on it and sell it back. Yeah. You might actually end up making a profit twice on this thing. All right, now all of a sudden we're in load sharking territory. <laughs> so let's do it. We got to help. Uh, we got to help check out this morning. So let's keep the calls. Keep the t- Text coming. We really appreciate it. 320-656-9453. What do you think? Like, I don't know about wrong. I don't think it's bad to buy from a friend, but getting a deal from a friend who's already down bad with money, is, that, that's where you might be wrong. Yeah. Have you ever been in a position like this before? Um, I've definitely had friends offer me things that I could buy from them. I don't, I don't think that I've off the top of my head, I can't think of anything I've bought from a friend now. Yeah. What about, have you ever, I, cause see, I would rather buy something from a friend than lend them money. You know what I mean? Lending them money is just sticky. At least if it's, I buy something, I'm getting something out of it and we can both feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I honestly would rather lend them money, but uh, that's just me. Well, they always say, they always say, if you loan a friend money, be prepared to lose that money and be prepared to lose that friend. Because that's that's usually what happens in the end. It's it's messy. Like you almost just have to gift them money. Otherwise, it's it's a sticky situation. It's heavy. So, but yeah, you but you don't think he you don't necessarily think he did any wrong anything wrong. But maybe getting a deal on it was wrong. Yeah, I definitely think getting a deal on it was wrong. All right, we appreciate the phone call. All right, let's keep them coming, and we're gonna have Chuck's. Uh, Verdict next, and am I wrong about getting a hell of a deal on that jet ski? Kelly and Wood. Chuck is sitting on hold for am I wrong. He got a heck of a deal on a jet ski from a friend who was down on his luck, and now he feels guilty about it. He wants to know, was he wrong for taking such a good deal? Other people uh, texting in here says, be honest, be a friend. If you value the friendship more than money and the goods, that's the right thing to do. Uh, Cheryl texts in, uh, who came up with the dollar amount? We said the friend did. You know, says if he did, well, then okay. If you came up with it, then that's not okay. Uh, other people texting in, my God, we're asking Kelly and Wood for financial advice. <laughs> you know what, Sarah? That one hurt a little bit. That cuts deep. It does. <laughs> a bit. We got uh, someone sitting on hold who says they keep loaning someone money over and over, or keep loaning their friends money over and over again. Uh, how many times would you say you've loaned a friend money and gotten burned by it? I've actually... I am just so stupid, and I've lent money multiple times to the same person. Oh, and you keep getting burned? Yes, yes. So, like, I just don't do it at all. The last time I got really burned, I had a Chevy Blazer that I wanted to sell so I could buy my sweet Eclipse convertible, right? Oh, yeah. And one of the people at the radio station was down on his luck, and he said, look, I need a car bad. Can I make payments to you on this? He made one payment, and then I never saw him again. Yeah! So we agreed on the price of, I think it was was $5,500 we agreed on the price. I made $400 and never saw the guy again. And like a moron, I signed the title over to him. I was supposed to, you gave him the title? I was dumb, dude. I was dumb. This yeah, is, this yeah, is yeah, enough too many bad memories. <laughs> well, yes, so never it. loan a friend money. Never let them make payments on nope. something to you. These are very good life lessons. Exactly, right? Yes. I, I actually went through that, too. Um, actually, it was like a horse trade, but a horse sale for real. And the woman was like, oh, can I make you payments? Like, I don't have a lot of money right now. Never saw a payment. Yeah. Oh. Like, Oof. why did we just load that horse in the trailer for this lady? <laughs> this is making my chest tighten up for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah.
All right, before we dig any deeper into our financial misery, uh, we appreciate the call this morning. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, Wood, you ready to hand down a verdict? Come on. All right, Chuck, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? It's not necessary, not necessarily that you were wrong, especially because you have a guilty conscience about it. But everyone's saying maybe throw him a few extra bucks. It doesn't have to be a thousand, but maybe just you know another two, three hundred dollars. Just talk to him, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty fair, and I think that's you know the way I was leaning. But you know, knowing that, uh, you know that 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 that's probably the best option. I don't know. I can even tell him, hey, you know, I was thinking about it or oh, riding this thing, you know, uh, or, or taking a look at it. It's even nicer than I knew. And, you know, I got to Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's out. a good plan. If you say riding it, you'd be like, where are you riding it? <laughs> On the snow. <laughs> Across yeah, the- that's right. That's right. I, I, I knew as soon as I said that, that wasn't going to be a good excuse. But, but yeah, I think that's out. really cool, man. Like, hey, take a look at this thing. I got way too good of a deal. Let me give you some more money. And that and he may say, no, you know what, dude? We're friends. You got a good deal. on. But at least it'll clear the air where there's not all this passive aggressive. He's mad at you and doesn't say anything. And you feel like, because that, that could easily ruin the friendship. Bro, you don't even know if he's mad, though, right? Yeah, but again, I may never know. Yeah. He, I, I might get a sense at some point that he's mad or a relationship could change. He's not the kind of guy who's going to say anything. He'll just, it'll, it'll just be there. Minnesota passive-aggressive at its yeah, finest, right? Man, you got it, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we hope that you get some clarity in this, my friend, and uh, thank you for letting us help you out, and am I wrong today? Hey, thank you. I really appreciate it, and I feel I, I feel good about this. I think it's a good plan, and I, you know, I, um, it's nice to hear people kind of express that. So, thanks. I feel good about this. Wait till you're hitting them waves in that jet ski, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for another game of round robin. The game that we're trying to figure out as we go. We actually have someone as a suggestion. Hello. That round robin game. Yes. I think to make it fair for the three of you in the studio. Jen Leverin should come over from across the hall and tell you the category. And drop a category on us? Give it to us every day? Exactly. Well, here, why don't why don't you do it right now? Why don't you drop a category on us right now for round robin? Oh, and then you all three have time to think about it? That's right. <laughs> okay. Names of chicken restaurants. <laughs> That's going to fizzle out quick, but <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Names of chicken restaurants. That's what we're going to do in Round Robin today. All right. Are you guys ready? Okay. All right. Who's starting out? Well, how about you start us? All right. I'll start out, but I'm not going to take the one that I know you're thinking of. Oh, okay. I'm going to say KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right out the gate. Yeah. Who's getting rid of popcorn chicken, oddly enough, they said. Really? My favorite thing there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Eleven Spices. KFC. B-dubs. All right, how about uh, Raising Cane's? Raising Cane's. How about this one? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is a good one. Zaxby's. Ooh, the southern answer to... Oh, I've never even heard of that. It's delicious. Okay. good stuff. Ah, Popeye's. Ooh, that's a good one. In that same vein, Church's. Oh, all right, that's good. Church's Church's Chicken. I think it's like the West Coast version of Popeye's. Uh, Is it? I think. The new one that's opening up in town, Slim Chicken. Okay. Uh, what about Wingstop? You guys had that? That's oh, West Coast. Oh, dang. They had that in the South, too. That's pretty good, too. I, I've never been to one. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. I've never been to one of these, but I've seen them in, like, rap videos. <laughs> Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that on the list, but hey, that's a good one. Okay, it wasn't on my list. If you Google it, I know it's a real thing. I've okay. seen it in, like, I think they're in Atlanta. Aren't they not in Atlanta or anything? I don't know. I feel like I've seen it in rap videos. My wife likes chicken and waffles. I never got into it. I do like chicken and waffles. My wife got me into it. 
And now I can get it. Like, I can understand it, but... Uh, the sweet and spicy? She likes grits. That's the one Southern Ooh. food I just could not... It's like eating sand. Yeah, I do not like grits. Mm. All right, uh, what do you got, Brian Riley? Uh, Pollo Campero in St. Paul. Jeez. Oh, that's awfully that counts, specific. That counts. It's a fast food joint in St. Paul, West St. Right, Paul. Well, Big Robert D's, but, you know, rub a chicken. Rub a chicken? Yeah. <laughs> that's wrong. Don't worry about that. Uh, is that your resp- ultimate response? No, um... El Polo Loco? From Breaking Bad? <laughs> I guess we can't deny it, right? <laughs> he did so chicken. It's a chicken. I was going to say, uh, wait, I thought it was, uh, wasn't the one in, um, break, was it El Pollo Loco? Yeah. It was like the crazy chicken or something like okay. that. Uh, uh, Pollo, Pollo Carbone. <laughs> That's not real. It is real. What? It's in Austin, Texas. Pollo Carbone. See, now we're getting it. <laughs> we should have said chains. <laughs> well, okay. What do we do then? Am I out? I'll be. I'll step out. I'll leave. I, I, I don't have any more. You know, I'll leave. <laughs> but to Brian Riley, you have another one? Uh, no, I don't. Well, so, I thought it was po- I thought it was Ar- Armano, Pollo Armano, the Chicken Brothers. I think that Dang, was. Dang, you actually may be right. Yeah, oh, now I got to look that up. El no. Pollo Loco, I think, is a real place. El Pollo Loco is a real place. Yeah, really. But, but I think that was wasn't that Armano's. Hermanos, El Pollo like Hermano, yeah. the Chicken Brothers. El Pollo brothers. Hermanos is from is a fast food fictional fast food restaurant mm. from Breaking. Boy, this is a hot mess. I don't know who's where right it's now. It's got away from us. Uh, yeah. Should we just do places that have chicken tenders and just till we uh, double up? <laughs> so literally every restaurant on earth. <laughs> hey, well, hey, somebody's bound to double up. The kids' I, meal, Applebee's, TGI Fridays. I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> I say we give this one to Brian Riley. I feel like he had the most solid answers that didn't fall apart mid-answer. We didn't we didn't challenge that one in St. Paul. Go look it up. I believe Boy, it. Camper, I used to I used to always want to go in there, but I was too scared because I didn't know what it meant until I looked it up. Brian Riley wins. I don't know. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> this right. game isn't rigged anymore. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow, I guess. Until <laughs> we get we'll keep doing it until we get it right. <sighs> Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Mackville, North Dakota, population 392. It's a godly town, Kelly. That's because they have two Lutheran churches directly across the street from one another. Oh yeah, you must be talking about Mackville Lutheran Church and New Luther Valley Lutheran Church. That's them. Mayor Douglas Stein making sure his citizens are taken care of, and that's why Mackville, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This is so cool, and who would have known this? So if you're going to buy a Volvo, do it through the company's overseas delivery program. Because not only do you get your Volvo, you get two free tickets to Sweden, and you get two weeks free car insurance so you can explore the European countryside in your new Volvo. And then when you're all done, they ship the car over to you wherever you're at. So you get two weeks of just exploring the countryside in your brand new Volvo. That ain't free, though. There's no way. That's got to be crazy expensive. Well, I mean, isn't a, I don't, is a Volvo expensive? I don't know. I've, I mean, I think it's mid-tier. I've, I've always assumed it was too expensive for me, so I never even looked at one. Sorry, I just spit on you, Wood. That's a, I was, my mouth was salivating at the thought of a Just new like Volvo. every day. Oh, no, come on. In my face. <laughs> Sorry about that. That big gap between my teeth. But uh, no, so anyway, but I know that like Ferrari does this too, don't they? Like if you buy a Ferrari... You can. They fly you to Italy. You get to drive it around for a while, and then they ship it over to you over here. But if you're buying a Ferrari, you got that 
you know, ching in your pockets. I think, B- I think BMW does the same thing. Like, if you're buying a really high-end BMW. Possibly. Then they ship it over to you over here. I know, like, Porsche has, like, testing tracks and other ones like that. But Volvo, I mean, if they're going to fly you all the way out there. For a Volvo? To, you know, sconce around, you know, Europe and then ship it back. That's got to be crazy expensive for a car that's, like, 50 large. Does like, Volvo only sell, like, hatchbacks, too? It's just like, no. They, no got they, got, stuff. they got some, I mean, Volvo has some nice cars, I think. Yeah. Again, I've always assumed they were out of my price range, so I never went to a Volvo dealership, but I would imagine they got some really nice cars. This thing's got to be pricey. I don't know if I would even enjoy this, though. I met a guy. Sorry, but I met a guy. He had one of those Lamborghini SUVs. What the hell? Yeah, they, they just made them not too long ago. And he said that he has to get it shipped to Chicago to get the oil change because that's the only place he can do it and it costs him like two grand well, to I get mean, an oil change on if you're car. buying a yeah. Lamborghini where did you meet this guy? Uh, out in Wisconsin okay. central Wisconsin I'm All sure right. he's probably lying to you <laughs> I don't, did I you mean, see it? yeah oh yeah I saw it I was right there I looked at the whole thing it was a, the coolest car I think I've ever looked that's at that's turd money right there boy <laughs> didn't you have to ship your parents car somewhere to get an oil change Wood? one of their really nice cars I had to drive it down to the city okay okay I remember you telling me that that they had a really nice car that yeah, it was you had to fun. take it somewhere to do an oil change that sucked but no I just looked it up Volvo says this is a $3,000 non-refundable deposit required for all overseas delivery orders that'll be applied toward the price of your Volvo okay but you do get the trip right it seems like it I feel like I would just be like can I just have the car just take 3000 off the price I, look I'm sure you have a beautiful countryside but well they're probably like yeah dude it's like right there we got dealerships <laughs> all over in your backyard man that's true <laughs> go ahead and check it out I just thought that was kind of neat that they do that for you, though. This is pretty weird. Uh, so, but given the fact that you are getting a North American spec Volvo with European features, complimentary airfare, and about a 10% discount off your final MSRP, further discounts are not available. Okay. But if you're doing that, are you really looking for a discount? I get, you're looking for the think, experience. I would, and that's the thing. Like, you, If you wanted to do it, go for it. It's not a bad deal, I'd assume. going to go to Europe for free and then be like, ah, I don't think I really want that car. It doesn't fit my needs. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I drove it for two weeks. I hate it now. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's got malt spilt all over the front seat. <laughs> what if you wrecked it? Right. Well, they give you insurance for free for two weeks. Yeah, but still. Yeah. You're wrecking it. Either way, kind of a neat little thing that they do for people buying from their overseas companies. I know this is kind of a weird, maybe it's just me, but I found it interesting, Wood. And as we've learned over the years, if I find it interesting, it ends up on maybe it's just me. And that's the rules after. Right. And I know sometimes other people don't find it interesting, and I don't even care, man. I, I look you right in the face because I'm going to have one tomorrow, and I might have to say to you, maybe it's just me. These people are looking for love. Yeah. I love it. We'll help them find it. It's Miss Connections with Kelly and Wood. That is right. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had love, but didn't quite make it. So we use 100,000 watts of radio power to thrust them back together. Now, this one's labeled the hot girl who had her car towed in front of my house. Mm, shouldn't have called on her. Male for female. Let's go. You're driving a Toyota Camry that is white, damage on the front corner. Okay. I had your car towed in front of my driveway on street name here on Saturday night. I had no idea you were beautiful. I had the car towed because that house is always having parties and blocking me in. So if she was a mutt, he wouldn't care. Sounds like it. Okay. So I'm guessing she parked in front of his driveway, then went over to this house and started to party. When you were outside screaming about someone stealing your car, 
That was me that came out and said it was Toad. Your eyes are so beautiful, Mm. even when you're mad. Oh. I want to apologize. I'm sorry for having your car towed. If I knew that you were beautiful... Oh, that's messed up. I would have let you park in my driveway. That's messed up, man. Which I don't think is a euphemism, by the way. (laughs) I was not being a creeper, as you said. By the way, creeper in quotes. Okay. I was not being a creeper, as you said, when I asked you in... And looking back, you were right to give me the finger. Oh, man, they started out spicy. But please, can you tell my neighbors that I am sorry? They are flicking me off every day now. (laughs) And I am willing to pay for the tow, and I would like to take you out to dinner to apologize. The neighbors can't leave it alone, can they? Wow, just hanging birds. So does he want a date, or he just wants to stop getting flicked off on a daily basis? I think a little A, little of B. Okay. You know? And he's willing to pay for the tow and for dinner. I'm not I'm not going to fire her. No. You I'm, know? I'm just going to let it. I'm going to let it play out. Also, she's kind of a knob for parking somebody's in front of somebody's driveway. What's the matter with you? I, would you call a tow truck? It depends on how many times it's happened. It sounds like this this house is a habitual party house. Right. And if people are going to park in front of my driveway... Sooner or later, you got to do it. I mean, that that's just disrespectful. Because now i got to drive through my yard if I want to leave. Right. Now, what if someone was parked in front of your driveway? Could you just T-bone them? Like, no. Like, legally? They're in the... They're, you know, you're entering in the lane of traffic. I think right. a question for Mike Bryant. I'd imagine no. But you can have them towed. Yeah. Do it the legal way. Oh, I think if you catch a bird or two, hey, <laughs> you got, at least you got out of your driveway. That's you made the price. To, you made it to work on time. All right, Wood. Well, I don't think this one's going to make a connection, to be 100% honest with you. I mean, she's already kind of giving you the initial feelings, but maybe she can cool down a little bit if you break out that checkbook. <laughs> well, we'll find out, Wood, and see oh, what happens. Yeah. But I guarantee even if you didn't make a love connection here, you may do it next week mm-hmm. when you do a little something we like to call connections making you feel better about yourself every morning it's time to get trashy with kelly and wood oh yes it is wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it we'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale and trash flash we're headed to florida yes that's where we have a authorities getting called to a house because a man was just attacked when authorities got it by a chicken the uh, victim said that hey Two guys just busted into my house, and I know them both. And during the altercation, I was stabbed. Well, they said, well, who were you stabbed by? Well, they said, fear not. I was stabbed by Richard Westervelt, and I know exactly where he lives. Oddly specific. Well, as you can imagine, the authorities said, okay, well, where do we go? So, got his address, and they drove over there. When they pulled up, Richard was on the front porch. And he ran back inside and tried to flee out the back door on his bicycle. (laughs) That looks a little suspicious. Well, as he was pedaling away, he was also wearing himself a sweet fanny pack. Now, authorities, of course, gave chase. And they were able to quickly track him down inside his fanny pack. You guessed it. He had himself a host of drugs and... The Swiss Army pocket knife in which he stabbed our gentleman to kick this entire event off with. Now, they got him down and was going through his panty, fanny pack, but he then jumped up and fled on foot. That's when authorities said, all right, enough of this. Pulled out the taser, 
and took him down. <laughs> After the entire deal, he was, off, by the way, found to be out on bail at the time. Oh, jeez. He was taken to jail where he is facing a gigantic stack of charges. Boy, these people who commit crimes while out on bail. Hey, you know what? When you need the fanny pack full of drugs. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's a lifestyle choice at that point. Bail's not stopping me. All right. Well, here we go. Let's give this one a score. Mm-hmm. So he actually did stab the guy then. It was I, with I, a Swiss Army pocket knife. What's Maybe the, he got him with the corkscrew. <laughs> what's the the toothpick? What's the biggest blade you can get on a Swiss Army knife? I, I guess like maybe two inches. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Still, though, I don't want to get stabbed with it. I wouldn't like it. No. All right. So well, stabbing somebody with mm-hmm. a Swiss Army knife is trashy. Seems like it. I think we can all agree on that. 175 points on that one right there. Doesn't say how many tools a Swiss Army knife came with, though. But you know that one was missing the toothpick. <laughs> That's the first thing that always goes missing. And it's kind of nasty because it's like a plastic toothpick that uh, you just keep reusing over and over again and then sliding it back into that sheath. Especially when you're a trash ball. Right. Yeah. All right. So that is trashy. And then sitting on your front porch... Wearing a fanny pack with that knife inside of it. Mm-hmm. That's trashy, man. You'd think so. That's 150 points right there. Um, and then we have also a bunch of drugs in there. Yeah. That's trashy, man. I'm going to give you 175 points on that as well. Uh, you fled from police. Trashy. Yeah. 125 points right there. Uh, you were arrested. That's 75 points. Mm-hmm. I know I'm missing something. You got taste. Oh, that's 125 points right there. There you go. Because he hopped up and tried to run away from him after being stopped the first time. And uh, I think that's good. I think we got a good score here. Are you ready to hear it? Come on. Today, our fanny pack Swiss Army knife carrying gentleman earns himself a whopping 825 points. Shelly and Wood. Welcome to our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, we talked about the tattoo event that's coming up. Correct. And, and just tattoos in general. And then we got into your hot takes on candy. Nasty candies, yes. I, I think you and I are pretty aligned on our nasty uh, candies. Some. Except for Smarties. We don't agree on Smarties. And pineapple. Uh, that's true. And uh, Cadbury. You know what? We're not. Never mind. <laughs> Caplets and Montahues. <laughs> all right, you'll hear it all right now in our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. We got to talk to somebody about that. I look forward to it. Somebody's got, somebody, I'm going to run this up the chain and see what we can do about it. That's, that's going to be one of those meetings where everyone's talking, yeah. and I'm paying no attention. Right. At the end of it, do you agree, Wood? Yeah. Yes. That's like every meeting, dude. Yeah. Every meeting you're on your phone, and then... It's like, hey, Wood, what do you think? Yeah, no, it's good. I bring ideas. I'm not an execution guy. No, you're not. You're a you're a idea vomiter. I am. And a then it's up to everybody else to figure it out. Dreamer. <laughs> I dream it. Other people do it. And sometimes we go along with ideas of yours that are bad. Need I bring up the what's in the Dude, box? I swear to God, I will come across this table, son. I will come across this table. We did a contest. What was that, last year? Dude, the idea was solid. We just didn't execute it very well. Right. The execution was poor. The dream was there. Was, was that beautiful. last year we did what's in the box? I don't know. It was fun. I, I don't even care. <laughs> it was just Your execution sucked. <laughs> you were in here with me. Why did, you, why did you raise a hand and be like, dude, we're not doing this right? I tried. I tried to smack you down. Once in the, once in the box was, uh, that was about as good as a uh, flip for your trip. Don't, <laughs> that was, we're, we're pulling back the curtain a little bit here, but. Uh, that hurt my feelings, actually. We, we did a contest called Flip for Your Trip, and it, la- it was supposed to last like six weeks. It lasted like nine days. <laughs> it didn't last long. That was a problem. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Zach Man? 
I think that was actually against FCC rules. We had to stop that one like two days in. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know what? Uh, it's fun to look back at all the mistakes that we've made. Like, that's fun. No, mistakes you've made. I didn't make a mistake. What's in the box is not my idea. What's in the box is still fantastic. I'm not, a, and I'm not an ideas guy. You know this about me. I'm, I can execute very well, but when I'm handed trash, I'm going to deliver trash. I'm going to execute trash. Streets are still talking about it. <laughs> People are winning like a free salad at Wendy's. Hey, <laughs> how dare you? I swear. <laughs> when I was originally on the air in St. Cloud, that was one of like the giveaways that we used to do is a free salad to Wendy's. I'm listening. And I was like, huh. That boy, sounds so, good. Someone's going to take their time. No, Wendy's had, at the time, Wendy's had a good salad because I used to put a couple in my pocket. You know, I was a starving. It, it not, that's super illegal. I was supposed to say, sir, do you sure you want to admit this? I, dude, the statue, the statue of limitations has to be up on this. I believe it's statute, but you know, it's statue of limitations. Works. But I was a struggling radio guy, mm-hmm. and so I was like, all right, I'll take a few free salads to Wendy's. Boom, right in the old pocket. I still gave them away every night, but we had a stack on stack on stack. Okay, of those free things. We should probably start the show since I, we've already I, admitted. I, dude, I'm done already. I've already admitted to being the idea guy. I've admitted, admitted to stealing crimes. prizes, which is 110% illegal. But you're a better person now. Oh, one, well, I got a little cash in my I can go get a Wendy's salad right now and pay straight up cash for it. I got over $100 in the bank, dude. I'm fine. Settle down, Rockefeller. <laughs> no need to stunt on the rest of us. Are you ready? Come on. Now, I didn't touch my driveway yesterday. The storm starts today, right? Right. I didn't touch mine either. Like, we got that yesterday, but I'm like, hey, let's just get it all out the way, and then I'll take care of it. Was it freaking cold this morning? It was. My my wife yesterday, right, when she took the dog out, I'm looking out the window, I'm like, that looks awful. Tough beat, babe. Tough beat. She's blown across the window. (laughs) You're just doing the old walk into the, you know. Does anyone else put the coat on their dog? I don't. It would be so covered in hair by the time I took it off, it would gross me out. I have to throw it away. My wife bundles up the dog, and oh, sure precious. enough, there he goes out and just being as miserable and as embarrassing as everything. Did she put booties on him? No. Oh. But she... I bet he liked the booties. She used to on pumpkin. Like, when we had the little Pomeranian pumpkin, Yeah, she put booties on it. Dog's feet hurt. They say that dog's feet really hurt when it gets cold out like this. Well, it I makes, imagine. It makes sense. Like it's, it's ridiculously cold. But won't that hustle it up, you know? Possibly, yeah. You know, my in dog, and out. My dog's been pooping in the house a lot lately. Oh. And a dog that was already on the, on the fence with me because of all of his shedding, which isn't his fault. We no. should have done some research before we got a puggle. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. So I have taken very good care of this dog. But now, because it's so cold outside... He's dropping a couple twosies in the house, and that is not making me... Now, luckily, he does it on the hardwood floor, so it's easy to clean up. Well, that's a, what a guy. Right. He's doing us a solid. <laughs> Appreciate you, fella. But I don't. if I was him, I wouldn't want to go outside either. I don't blame him. Or he'll just like, he'll walk right outside the door and poop right by the door and then come back in. Fine. That's fine. I'll take care of that in the spring. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's at least a solid one there. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so what, we should talk about the event that's coming up. What is it? Two weekends away now? March 3rd and 4th, the Euphoric Inc. and Art Show. I was actually, I'm starting to plan my next tattoo. Right. And I am. Is it happening there? I, we're not going to do it there. Okay. Because this one's actually going to take a couple because I'm going to get my leg done. I am finally. I, I, like, honestly. The flames? God, well, because here's the deal Sean has done a lot of tattoos on me from fresh skin tattoos. Right. Right down the road here and does phenomenal work. He does. I love my tattoo. And so a lot of people know that I get my work done there. Yeah. And he said, 
Dude, you, you can't be walking around with those flames. <laughs> not if you're saying his, not if you're dropping his name on the radio all I, the time. I'm literally like wearing his shirt today, and he's like, you're going to be wearing my stuff, and then all of a sudden people are going to see that flame, and no one's going to come see me. Walk a flock of flame. So we've got to get that done, which I said, all right, fine, let's get it done, And it, but it's going to be a lot. Okay. And uh, so no, it's because this is a really cool event. It's going down March 3rd and 4th. Your ticket gets you into both days. So it's if you are like Kelly Jordan and you want to get a tattoo that's not a big tattoo, right? There's going to be tattoo artists tattooing there that day. Like you can walk in, say, I, "This is what I want." Great, cool. Let's get it done. Sit down, knock it out. So you can like see a bunch of people there and be like, "Oh, I like his style or her style. I want them to give me a tattoo." And honestly, like if you're planning a bigger one like me, this is a great way to do it because you can go see people that styles match up with you. Yeah, like I'm really good at this. Right. Right. All right, great. That's exactly what I want. Talk to that person, get it figured out. Because it used to be walk in, sit down. I, uh, you know, I'll take number seven right on the menu. There, cool. That's an awesome on. butterfly you got there. Right, walk out the door. Yeah. It's more art now. Yeah, man. And it's so personal and so like this is what I want. Get someone who matches what you do. And a great way to do it is walk around here and talk to those artists. See, my problem is I love the tattoo that Sean gave me, Mm -hmm. and I want him to give me another one, but that dude is busy, man. He is. And so, I don't know, maybe you can talk to your new best friend and see if you can work me in. I'm sure we can squeeze you in. I mean, that one, that's probably what you want to get, because you you just want to get the state of Texas on your arm. On my forearm, I want the state of Texas, yeah. But I still haven't come up with the exact design I want. Well, but And that's a perfect thing, because there's a lot of people that are like that. Honestly, go talk to an artist because they know what they're doing. Like, right. they know what will look good. They know what will fit. Well, I said what I wanted, and then you were like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, well, okay, well, I guess it was going to be on my body, but you can make the judgment if it's a good tattoo well, or not. I, look at me. How many of my tattoos do you look at and go, yeesh? I wanted to get the state of Texas with the Texas flag on the inside of it. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's unique. I'm like, okay. It's not unique, but if it means something to you, go for it. Or I wanted to make it look like I was branded like a steer. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. pss, like I, they got me. I've seen a lot of people that do that stuff, you so, know? But not, I mean, I don't want to get burned for real. No, I no, 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 no. I know what you're saying. I want to resemble without a, the pain. Right. Yeah. Well, some pain. Well, yeah. But, but the, the pain of being branded, no thank right. you. Because what, what he did on my chest, I love, man. Like every, I didn't think I would either. Mm-hmm. I was I was a very, not anti-tattoo, but I was always really afraid to get one. Yeah. Because I'm a very, I'm very fickle. I'm very finicky where it's like, ah, now I don't like this and I'm branded with it forever. But when I see it, like, I, I love it because it means something to me. And that's it. I mean, because it actually, like, my dad was against tattoos forever. Yeah. You know, no, 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 no. Well, guess what? He got his grandkids' names on his right. arm. He's always telling me, he's like, I got to add to this. I yeah. want to get something more. That's cool. Well, maybe, maybe you can get your dad in to see Sean, your new best yeah, friend. You know, why not? So it's just one of those things of, you know, this event. If you, by the way, you want any information, you can always text in tattoo to 656-9453. Text that in. We'll go ahead and uh, it's got all the information right there. Two days. Beer tasting on Friday as well with it. There's a concert on Saturday. There's like a side show as well. There's stand-up comedy. So there's a lot of things going on there. Other than just tattoo, and also ink, uh, there's also art. So it's a, it's a really cool event going down March third and fourth. Would love to see you out there. Cool stuff, man. I'm excited for it. I want to just pop over there and see what's up. Uh, Jesse texting Kelly. You're gonna put your kids' names around it. I don't know about around. I would I would maybe get my kids' names tattooed somewhere. I don't think they want it though. My kids hated when I got a tattoo. Who cares? I, probably, I don't. I, I don't know. I guess I do in a weird way. Like I don't want. But I was like, hey, your dad's becoming a bit of a, a tough guy here. You know? Yeah. Like let, let me get. 
Let me get my ink, son. It's interesting because I, you know, I always ask the kid, my kids, you know, would you ever want to get a tattoo? Because Andrea has literally the two smallest tattoos on earth. Your wife, yeah. She has a cross on her foot that is, <laughs> uh, you can't see it because it's radio, but my fingers are about to touch. Everybody see that? That's very small. It's about that big. And she has three stars that aren't even stars anymore on her foot. Like, those are the two tattoos she has. And I always say, do you guys want tattoos? My kids are like, no. Right. So I don't know, you know? It's like when your parents smoke, and you're like, you guys ever going to smoke? Nah, heck no. It could be, but also, you know, I don't want my kids wanting tattoos at this age either. Well, no, good grief. Because the tattoos I wanted when I was, you know, 15, (laughs) I look back, I'm like, yee. Because they didn't mean anything, you know, the barbed wire around the arm. So many people had that. So many people had the tribal tattoos for a while there. So hopefully, but I guess you can always get it switched up now. Always get it covered up. That's what I do. Well, so one more time, the event, Wood. Uh, The Euphoric Inc. and Art Show. Again, it's going down March 3rd and 4th right here in St. Cloud. You can text in the word tattoo to 320-656-9453 to kick you back all the information about that. And by the way, I think Sean's going to join us on our Saturday podcast this week. Oh, fun. So maybe you can get me in there. Maybe maybe he should do it right in here when we do it. (laughs) Fine. You guys can hear me whimper through the whole podcast. <laughs> Tabitha's texting in from Grand Forks. She says, I was trying to go home around 1 o'clock yesterday, ended up turning around and staying the night. At work? Yeah. Dude, how am I going to get to work tomorrow? They're going to do fine. If I die on the way to work, my blood is on your hands. Then I hope you haunt me. I, I honestly oh, dude, I'm going to make your life a living hell. I, 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 I would I would be able to ignore you as a ghost. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. You can't ignore me now. Nah. Imagine when I'm all up in your house. My brother's actually flying in today. He's going up to Grand Forks today. He is? Yeah. And I even told him, I was like, bro, I think that weather's going to be a little nasty today. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? <sighs> Boy, if I Wheels die. Wheels up! If I die, I am going to be so mad at you. No, bring the truck. Because the only reason I'm coming in is because of you. I'm going to have, like, honestly, whenever there's dodgy weather, I do make my wife drive my truck. Right. I sit, look. Well, it's a hell of a truck, sir. Well, and, you know, it's got the four-wheel drive. Not that four-wheel drive helps you on ice or anything. No. It's just if she does, God forbid, go off the road, I'd rather she be in her truck yeah. than, you know, her SUV. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to have some blankets, some hats. Keep a full gas tank and... Leave early and go slow. Leave on a wing and a prayer and hopefully get to work just so Wood doesn't make fun of me. That's the way you do it. Uh, You know, we have this common area here at the radio station in the kitchen, right? Our our break room. Right. Break room, kitchen, whatever you want to call it. And it's where... It's a countertop where people put things that they are looking to get rid of, you know? In the summertime, sometimes you'll see some produce there. You'll see the most random stuff in the world. There'll be a painting from someone's office. An Andy Williams album. I grabbed a hoodie from there the other day. There was a hoodie sitting there. I thought, you know what? That looks like it'll fit me. I'll use it. Giveth and taketh. Right. But there is something sitting there today that is actually... And it was sitting there yesterday, too, and it's actually irritating me. Someone put out some jelly beans, right? They're not bad, by the way. I cannot believe you actually gave in and ate those because those are the worst jelly beans ever. Not good. And I will get <laughs> you ate them anyway. Well, I'm sitting there waiting for my food to warm up in the microwave. God forbid you go 20 minutes without eating something. I I took a one of the uh, one of the white jelly beans, which is pineapple flavor. Not bad. There's there's two types of jelly beans sitting there, black and white. Black is disgusting. Black is disgusting, and I'm mad that someone actually brought those in and thought. That hey, my coworkers might eat my my peasant coworkers may eat these black jelly beans that I don't want in my home. 
So they bring them here and put them on the table, and it is irritating me that they're still sitting there. I may go throw them away during our first commercial break. Now, here's the deal. I, I take it as a slap right to the face that you brought in black jelly beans. The people that do like black jelly beans... Uh, who? Love black jelly beans. Who? They're, look, they're out there, man. They are, they are out there. They are loud. And they're why loud. Not, they're proud. Why not bring it in and let them eat it? They're not. I, they're all still there. The only jelly beans are missing are the ones you ate this morning, the white one. Because mm-hmm. even those are disgusting. I wasn't happy about they, it. <laughs> they literally brought in the two worst flavors of jelly beans and put them on the common area and thought, well, these animals will eat these things. Or did they put out a full bag of jelly beans and people have picked through and left behind maybe the two mo- least no. desirable? No, because when I got here yesterday, I went and filled up my water bottle. No jelly beans. Came back in, went back to fill up my water bottle a second time. Jelly beans, only black and white. And they're disgusting. I, there's certain candies that where people offer them to you, it's, it's offensive. Uh, uh, I don't know, Smarties. When someone offers me Smarties, I'm now, like... I, I that's swear even, to God, you are teetering today. I'm like, that's not even a real candy. Smarties are delicious. Smarties are not that... Look, and you have to open them up, and then you have to separate by color... And then go at it. Smarties taste, are good. They all taste exactly the same. Delicious. Look, at Stacy texted in, love black jelly beans. There's mm-hmm. something wrong with you. Nick Barth, Nick Barth says he likes black jelly beans. Kirsten, black jelly beans are the best. Mel, hey, 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 black jelly beans are the best. I know, something's wrong with all of y'all. So right there, there you got four people that you could bring in and make their... Mike just texted in, love black jelly beans. I, I, take, him as an offen- I take him as a slap right to the face. Candy corns. Gross. Right. When That's people, wax. When people put out candy corns, I'm, and I even like about three candy corns a year. Gross. I eat three and then I regret it. I'm like, yep, don't like these things. Every year, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take... Because, you know, what they say, your taste buds change every seven years. Right. Maybe this is the seventh year. Try one. Nope. Gross. And in fact, <laughs> if you give out candy corns, you know the whole thing about trick or treat. Like, trick- you, you give us good candy or right. we trick you. Honestly... You got an egg in coming. <laughs> well, it's it's the Cadbury cream egg that I brought up the other day. I always think that I'm going to enjoy it. So I get one every year. That's on you. And I get in my car. I can't even wait till I get home. I'm taking the foil wrapper off in the car. I'm like, I got to get into this thing. And it's disgusting every single time. Yeah, because it's filled with Elmer's glue. Yeah. Who but, thinks this is a good idea? I always think the inside's going to taste different. How about a bit of honey? Trash. Someone gives you a bit of honey, that's a slap to the face. That's trash. How about those uh, soda bottle wax things that have like a little bit of Trash. liquid inside? Uh, those shouldn't even be legal. Those are a choke hazard. Well, not only that, you put like a little bit of sweetness inside of wax that I got to eat through. <laughs> Who is that hungry? How about those just black and orange candies that don't even have a name? The orange ones are okay. What oh, are they? I think they're like caramel. The orange ones are caramel. If they're caramel, I'm on board. I believe so. But I think I had a bad experience as a child and I've never gone back. I don't blame you. Because I was like, That's, this is gross. I'm never, I'm never eating these again. You know what candy I absolutely love? And I have no idea what they're called. Circus no, peanuts. Or what, no, how dare you. <laughs> it's those, the ones that are wrapped up in a little cellophane wrapper, and they look like strawberries. Oh, my, those are like old lady candies, but my daughter loves those things. And they got like that soft center. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not. But I have no idea what they're called. And honest to God, I don't even know where they come from. They just appear. They, they, you just have them. It's like a government program that just makes them and then just distributes them to right. old ladies. You're 100% right. I love those. In the same vein of that, that chewy center, I had a Tootsie Pop yesterday. Because we, we had a bunch sitting around the house for some Fantastic. reason. I was like, holy cow, I forgot how much I like a good Tootsie Pop. Well, see, that's the problem. When I go stay with my parents, my father's a diabetic, so we ha- he has to have like some of that around. And his go-to is the Tootsie Pop. The kids will find his stash. It's over. 
Murphy will come down the hall with like four suckers in each hand, and she is coked out of her mind on a little bit of sugar. How about good and plenties? Where do you stand on good and plenties? I almost swore on the radio. Because they're, na- they're so nasty. Total butt cheeks. Yeah. And my mom Don't they taste them. like black li- They taste like black jelly beans, don't they? They taste like feet. <laughs> I have no idea how that became a candy and, and became successful. I don't know either. But they're, they're, they're out there. Circus peanuts, those are disgusting. Awful. Th- those are like really the only really bad ones that I can think of. A York peppermint patty. Some may say that's kind of gross. Awful. Yeah, I don't like it. Although I've seen you eat them before, though. No. I, no. I could have swore you had a York peppermint patty in here one time. I, You're like, these are gross, but you kept eating it anyway. I guarantee you, I have never eaten one. How about those little colored dots on pieces of paper? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that when you rip it off, some of them come with a piece of paper. It looks like a hit of acid. Yeah. Or Awful. <laughs> what are those called? Like candy buttons or something like yeah, that? I think that's it. Yeah. No. It's terrible. weird. That, it's weird that all these terrible candies, though, have still found a way to be made after all these years. Well, I can't imagine they're costing much. Probably not. You know, and if you're making any sort of profit and you got sickos like my mom out there buying good and plenties, <laughs> that money's coming in somewhere. <laughs> Your mom eats good and plenties? I don't know why. I always see them at the movie theater. And I'm like, who's coming to a movie to buy good and plenties? She'll get them at the gas station. She's like, I really like them. And then, of course, you know, she gets in the car three minutes later, spills them all over her car. <laughs> this is why we get ants, mom. <laughs> God love her. Uh, Molly, Smarties, Smarties, eat by color for sure. They, t- they all taste exactly the same. Lisa, my preference is black jelly beans over any color. Girl, you crazy. Seek help. Skip, candy corn rules, baby. Gross. I, I like a few candy corns, but then I always regret that decision when my teeth start to hurt. Katie, I love Smarties. Uh, Sievert, love black jelly beans. Rachel, love black jelly beans. Stacy, Man, I stand cr- Well, why don't y'all Kelly, come up? something's wrong with you. What's wrong with me? Something wrong with y'all. Kay's with you, though. She gave the throw-up emoji, black jelly beans. Uh, Samantha, black jelly beans are about as bad as black licorice. I think they're the same taste. Same Exact same taste. Uh, Matt says, I'm going to have to stop listening to you guys if you don't like black jelly beans. Well... Hey, I don't want to. I don't know. Wait, what did he say? Is he going to stop listening? Yeah, can you imagine that being oh, for a black jelly beans? <laughs> the ratings book. They hate black jelly beans. There's, uh, there's just. Then why don't y'all come up and finish off these black jelly beans here at the radio station so I don't have to dump them out? Uh, have you guys tried the caramel Cadbury egg yet from Mary Beth? No, I haven't, but that sounds delicious. I love caramel. Uh, apparently, they're called snaps, the little uh, dots. People okay. are saying, no, those are great. Wood, your mom has great taste. No, she doesn't. That's terrible. <laughs> I would eat a pound of circus peanuts from Zach. Seriously? No way. I mean, someone has to like them because obviously they're still on the shelves. Because somebody's still buying them, right? But they, don't they taste like foam peanut butter or something? <laughs> like I, I don't trust it. Uh, Lisa says candy corn with peanuts is the only way to eat them. No, that is good because that, like that tastes like a salted nut roll then. That is really good. Just get the salted nut roll. Well, I know. I'm saying, though, but now you can put it out as a bowl for people to dig their hands in and get a whole whole mouthful of it. Oh, love, love, love black jelly beans from Diane. So look at man. They're out I'm there. I'm shocked. I got to be I'm I'm gobsmacked by this. Deb says black jelly beans are devil bunny poop. <laughs> okay, that's one way to Tell put it. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. All right. Should we get on to some history, my friend? I guess we should. Oh. Look at this. Kim has a, uh, uh, a solution to your problem. She says, Kelly, why don't you just stay the night at Wood's house? I would love him, too. I wouldn't get any sleep. He's too good for I'd me. I'd rather risk death. <laughs> I would rather risk death on my way into work and leave my children without a father than spend the night at Wood's house. Wow. I would feed and everything. Yeah. You'd have your own bed. I've spent the night with you at many hotels. Shh. 
Well, you just love spitting in my family's face. No, I don't. I just I like my own things. All right. All right, let's do some history here real quick. What? It was on this day back in 1878. <laughs> the very first telephone book was published. Oh, all right. I wonder how many names were in that thing. Could you make a long-distance call in 1878? Was everything connected already? Uh, or did everybody live on the eastern seaboard, so it didn't matter? Well, my grandmother used to be a phone operator. Like the old school with the yes. headset and the plug-ins and all that? So I'm guessing you would have to call them, and then they would plug you in to send you to another town. Like Klondike 5. Yeah. 223. I'd like to speak to so-and-so, and then, all right, then they unplug you and then plug it into wherever you're at. That was what. Think how far we have come. I know in technology, where I can now press a button and you know video call my parents every night. Well, just uh, dude, even when I was a kid, making a long distance call was a big deal. It's like, all right, we're gonna call grandma. Everybody, gather around and tell her what you want to tell her because this needs to be like a half hour or less. Yeah, or or you waited till eight o'clock at night when now, you know right. long distance was now, free. Now nobody had like. You don't like people don't even have the same like I have a five one two area code which is Austin you have a four zero four area code right like you don't even change your area code anymore area codes I don't think truly matter anymore no not at all because even cell phones you still have to dial like I you know I if I want to call an Atlanta number I can't just dial that in right you have to put in area codes now so. You know, like our number here at the station, if you want to text or call, 320-656-9453. You can't just put in 656-9453. You can't. Uh, According to this, 50 people were in the original phone book. Okay. (laughs) You couldn't just memorize 50 numbers? I bet you I used to have at least 20 memorized. You say that, but do you know any phone numbers right now? I know my wife's. That's that's about it. I think I know my wife. Right. Like, I don't know my mom. Like, if my wife disappeared, I'd have to call, like, J.G. Wentworth if I was in prison. 877-CASH-NOW? <laughs> just call 1-800-588-2385. Empire. You're like, hey, uh, the, the flooring company will get you going. For the love of God, don't hang up. Can you please contact my wife? I don't know her phone number. Uh, all right. On this day back in 1931. Blop, blop, biz, biz. Oh, what a relief. It is. Those speedy bubbles relieve your upset stomach and headache fast. For acid indigestion alone, Alka-Seltzer Gold. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. I'm convinced that they invented Alka-Seltzer for big drinkers. I really am convinced that they did because it relieves the headache and it helps your upset stomach. It's a miracle cure. I've never once used it. Oh, man. Back in the day, I was on. They used to do Alka-Seltzer with caffeine in it. So I would just glug, 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 glug. All right, let's do it again. Just all day long, just, just blowing out burps. I'm I'm glad you've changed, man. You changed for the better. I, I absolutely have. Took you under my wing. I shined you up. Oh, it was all you, wasn't it? <laughs> all Matt Wood. Uh, on this day in 1948, NASCAR was incorporated. Man. Those are fun to go to. Oh, man. I've never been to one, but I even used to love watching them on TV. I actually, my son loves cars. And so, like, this past weekend, Daytona 500, we had it on, and he was, like, into it. That's cool. That's awesome. I didn't, I, you know, it's like 200 laps. We started, you know, watched it at the start. I, did, I was like, there's no way he's going to make it through. Sure enough, the whole time. Now, he got a little too invested. Right. You know, he's like, I'm rooting for the McDonald's car. And every time you moved up a spot, Dad, we're moving up. Like, you gotta, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of moving, pal. But it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I didn't know it had been around since uh, 1948. I thought it was like the 60s or something. Well, and how it got started was running moonshine. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. Taylor Swift's 
boyfriend. <laughs> it's his birthday today. The only reason, like, you don't even give his name. The only reason you did was to play this damn song. I love this song. Still love this song. Well, his name is uh, Joe Alwyn. Does he do anything? I'm sure, I'm sure he, he does. does he something. Must. He does something. Couldn't tell you how old this dude is. 25. No, he's a little bit older than that. He is the ripe old age of, I will tell you in one second. Ah, here it comes. He is the ripe old age of 32 today. Well, I tell you what, that dude should be walking the line. Oh, absolutely. He has the golden. He has the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Whatever you want, babe. Soon as she walks in, I mean, boom. Favorite drink. Yep. Little shoulder massage. Whatever you need, babe. Dinner's on the table. Walk the line. Good. Like Dolly Parton's husband. Mm-hmm. Get it done, man. I don't even know his name. <laughs> I don't know this guy's name. You just told me. I don't Joe remember. Elwin. Whatever. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Yeah. 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 I was listening to a rock and roll station on my way over here. You know, it put me in the mood. There was a passage in one of those tribal songs that I feel... uh, I love this line. Well, it's the keynote for this evening. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody wang chung tonight. (laughs) Kelsey Grammer, one of the best characters ever on Cheers, man. He did that part so well. Not only that, but think how long he played Fraser Crane. Oh, I know. Probably 20 years, because didn't Fraser last 10? Yeah, I and mean... aren't they rebooting it now, too? And Holy cow, dude. We've been talking for... Oh, my God. Yeah, he was phenomenal on both shows. He's got to be up to... I think he's like 69? Um, He's not quite that old, Fraser, but he... Well, actually, you get the ding on that. I'm sorry. He's 68 years old today. All right. So that's... Uh, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. We've talked way too long for a Tuesday morning. Oh, big deal. That's for sure.